Hello everyone, Molly Pankadith here, CEO of the SOAR Community Network and co-founder of the newly launched SOAR Community Nebula. You may know by now that we have uh, launched an initiative to interview 1,000 community builders and change agents this year. And we really, really need your support to nominate some incredible souls out there doing uh, powerful work for our communities. Today, we are interviewing Dr. Asajid Habdewold, and he is the CEO of Success Pathways and the founder of Pro Leadership Global. He's written five books, and he hosts this show, Pick Yourself Up. Uh, I am delighted and honored to interview you today, um, Asajid. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you very much for inviting me to chat with you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, can you share with our viewers um, who you are in the world and, and what do you do professionally? Uh, I am originally from, the, from you know, Ethiopia in the eastern part of uh, Africa. I came here in 2005. My mission in life is... Uh, in inspiring, equipping, and empowering individuals and team, teams to first, you know, understand who they are, tap into their potential, achieve success, and unleash their greatness. That's great. Well, you work with government agencies. You work also in the, the private and corporate sector as well, correct? Yes, I provide different services to make sure that I... Uh, meet my uh, mission in life, which is about you know empowering people using different products and services. I write books, blogs, art articles, and also I provide workshops, coachings, and mentorings. Yes, and I serve some government agencies and major corporations and community organizations. That's fantastic. Well, uh, Asajit, can you share with us when in your life? Um, have you been greeted with kindness and compassion and empathy? And I know there are several different examples, but can you share a, a few that come to mind um, of an experience or a person who has shifted you in some way profoundly in terms of uh, your way of being, your way of thinking? Uh, there are a lot of things I'm thinking right now, but I just want to pick one for the sake of saving time, which happened in the early 90s. Back then, you know, I was in uh, one of the poorest villages in Ethiopia where we didn't have libraries. And you have to walk like uh, two hours downtown to, to go to a library. And even then, I didn't know the importance of reading books on, uh, for example, personal development, leadership. And I didn't know if I ever go to the library after walking, you know, two hours, I read textbooks. I didn't know. So someone in our village, whose name is uh, Roman Bayou, he was a teacher. Now uh, he passed away. One day he called me to his house and he told me, are you open to read books if I lend you a couple of them? I said, yeah. I don't know why he thought about me. I don't know why I said yes, because I didn't have any experience in reading books outside of classrooms. I said yes, and he gave me two books. One was about What Manner of Man, which was the biography of Martin Luther King Jr. And also another one was about the book written by Dale Carlinghe, How to Win Friends and uh, Influence People. And I didn't know that there's going to be a shift in my life after reading those books. So I would say uh, this encounter of 
compassion and encounter of kindness with this person completely transformed my life. I never thought that I had uh, unlimited potential. I didn't know that I could reach where I am today, you know, in the village where you live one day at a time, where you didn't have a lot of opportunities, when you are opened up to the world, when you read the stories of uh, Martin Luther King Jr. and, and the ability you to, to have friends and the ability to influence others was really uh, a transformational encounter with me. And that's why, you know, one of the reasons that I write books is because you don't know who you're going to touch. You don't know who going to be inspired to go to the next level. And that's really a dramatic encounter and change of destiny for me. And I'm thankful to that person. It's very inspiring. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Asajid, when you think of a change agent or a community builder, what characteristics, what features, what attributes come to mind for you? You know, right now, when I think of change agents, I, if we go back, you know, in the early days, like you think of Jesus of Madrid, when you think about leaders in Africa, you see uh, Nelson Mandela. When you think of change agents in America, you think of Martin Luther King Jr. In Asia, Mahatma Gandhi and women change agents like uh, Helen Keller and uh, Mother Teresa. These are great change agents. And some of the characteristics that I think of when I think of change agents are the following. First of all, they know who they were, which means they were conscious about who they were and why they were there. They knew their cause. And most importantly, they went all in to pursue their cause. They gave everything they had. And they had also clarity. They knew what they wanted. They see, uh, they saw themselves fulfilling their cause, changing the world and finishing their, their race. And also they had competency enough competency, they, they knew what they were doing, they prepared very well. Most importantly, they, uh, they, they had clarity about leadership. Uh, being a change agent means you have to challenge status quo, you have to bring change, you have to have results. And they delivered actually. And what they delivered, the change they brought to their world, that's their legacy. And also they had character because when you become a change agent, it's not about your cause, about your clarity, your competency, and results alone. You have to have character. As much as the destiny is very important, you have to also pay attention to the process. You have to do it in the right way. You have to have core values. These are some of the characteristics that I have seen from change agents from afar and the near. That's fantastic. Well, now let's talk about the causes that you actually care about and contribute to using your gifts, your talents, your life experiences. Can you share some of the, um, the community uh, events or, or causes that you support? Of course, you know, my passion is just one thing, like you know, inspiring, equipping and empowering individuals and teams to go to the next level, to become great and successful but I use different services and products. And one of the ways, one of the arms that I do that is uh, by using a nonprofit organization called Pro Leadership Global. Actually, we are planning to have a major event uh, end of May. Uh, we're gonna talk about uh, how to bridge the leadership gaps in Africa. 
I'm from Africa, and I believe that compared to other continents, Africa suffers a lot when it comes to the major ills, you know, poverty, disease, uh, conflict, and so on. So I want to really invest myself uh, together with uh, the people who share my mission in empowering Africans uh, in their uh, organizational and leadership capacities to overcome the challenges they are facing. So pro-leadership targets uh, Africa, leadership, bridging those leadership gaps. I use pro-leadership and also I write books on leadership to make sure that I provide insights, stories, tools, case studies, making sure that people are equipped and they have what it takes to uh, bring change uh, in the world. At the end of the day, what I want to see in the world is humanity to tap into its potential because I strongly believe that we're not yet there. The change agents we talked about earlier, they themselves and also others, they played their role. We are here because of a lot of people who paid the price, who were conscious leaders, people who were selfless, these were great people who were visionary. They went beyond their generation. They saw deep into the future. They planted something. And today what we reap, what we benefit is because of their investment, their commitment. Now this generation also should play our role. We have to take humanity to the next level. We can't really solve everything. We can't be everywhere. But at least we can choose a lane. And I chose to support and empower Africans in the area of leadership because that's where my passion is. Yes, I can feel your passion. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for all that you do. I, um, if you had to describe the ideal world once you've graced all these incredible souls with leadership development programs and tools, um, what would you like to see for the world and what would you like to see for Africa? What I see is Africa, Africa has a lot of resources, natural resources, and also human capital resources. Actually, Africa is uh, a young continent. I would say even in my country, in Ethiopia, more than 70% of the population is youth. And you can imagine that if we tap into this potential, the human potential, because you know, so far, not only local, national and international stakeholders, they have been focusing mainly on just giving handouts, you know, food aid, and sometimes experience sharing and so on. These are important for emergencies. But to transform Africa, the key factor is the people themselves, empowering them, their organizational and leadership capacity for them to be the driving force to transform Africa. If we could be able to do that, the kind of Africa I see is like uh, the people where they live in harmony, they, they can sustain themselves, uh, they can uh, overcome any challenges that come in, and they become part of the solution to the overall human race. We have seen a lot of countries. I can mention some like Singapore or uh, South Korea and so on. These countries where, where Africa was, you know, a long time ago, uh, decades ago, but they transformed their destiny. Today, they are part of the solution. They uh, feed themselves. They are contributing their fair share in the advancement of humanity. So the Africa that I see is not only 
she could be able to overcome her challenges, feed herself, live in harmony, in peace and democracy, but also could be able to contribute her share, fair share in the world stage. Dr. Hatul, thank you so much for your passion for you. the work that you're doing. Um, it really is motivating and inspiring. Can you please share with our viewers how to learn more about you and about your nonprofit and the work that you are expanding out into the world? By the way, I appreciate what you do. You are a change agent. You are empowering a lot of people to become change agents. I'm always excited and energized whenever I talk to you. You are really a blessing to our world, and we want to see more of your kind of great uh, women leaders. We need more people like yourself to change uh, the world. That being said, they can check me on social media if they type as it did have told. They could be able to find me on uh, Facebook and uh, LinkedIn. I am not yet, you know, on those, you know, not, uh, the, for example, Instagram and so on. I may not be over there, but at least I'm on Facebook and LinkedIn. They can also check my website, www.successpws.com or www.proleadership.com, .org. Right, .org, proleadership.org. Thank yes. you again so much for your time and again, Thank you. all the work that you're doing. For those that are interested in learning more about the SOAR Community Nebula and our Change Agent interview series, um, please go to nebula.soarcommunitynetwork.com. Uh, if you're interested in nominating Change Agents for our interview series, uh, please click on the Nominate section and fill out the form. We'd be happy to explore your change agent nominations for this series. Thank you so much. We will talk to you all very, very soon. Take care for now.